Hey everyone, welcome back to Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two BFFs recap romance novels while going off on tangents like which Chris is best. We all know it's Chris Evans. Speaking of which, Erin didn't know her novella of choice for this episode was inspired by Chris Evans when she chose it. (laughs) And as a diehard pine nut, she is ashamed. Meanwhile, I haven't stopped cackling. (laughs) But before we get to that, we have a gifted Patreon shoutout. Sarah R. Susan, your legendary friend, wanted this to go out to you. Sarah, you are descended from Maui the great demigod of Polynesia. Maui was a trickster, a creator, and a survivor. Like Maui, you are beloved for your selfless sense of caring and protection. Just like Maui pulled the Hawaiian Islands from the bottom of the ocean and defeated Tuna, the long eel, you will bend over backwards to make miracles happen for those you love. And the trickster hasn't quite left your system. Your red-hot sense of humor keeps everyone in belly laughs and in check when you're in their orbit. Maui was dedicated to making the world a better place for all humans, and that lives on in you. Your commitment to serving our country, your family, your rescue animals, and your tireless, sometimes biting positivity make him proud. And on a very personal, immediate level, Lady You have an entire cult, an entire coven behind you. Your light cannot be diminished. And now, let's jump right into Aaron's recap of Tika Chance on Me by Suleika Snyder. And remember, every time Aaron describes the hero, just picture a beefy, sultry Chris Evans on a motorcycle. Except he also loves all things spicy, musicals, geek culture and expertly going down on ladies. So I guess, basically picture Chris Evans. Yeah, just hold that in your heart. Here we go! Hi, Erin. Hi, Melody. How are you? great i'm sorry i'm still laughing about it it was just the weirdest i winked at melody and she gave this wink back that was hilarious <laughs> so, like if her tongue was involved <laughs> her nose was involved it was uh-huh. a whole thing it's a full face wink yeah it was like that emoji the winky like silly mm-hmm. emoji with the tongue it was very similar to that yeah that's my sexy wink you didn't know that <laughs> no <laughs> That's my, my sexy wink. alluring wink. Oh god. Oh. It's like uh Lucille Bluth, you know, when she does the wink and like never quite recover <laughs> like just one eye falls down and that's it. That's mine. She's one of those cupid dolls that falls uh-huh. down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you wanna know what's been going on with me lately? Sure. All right. I've no. uh, you know what? I don't. episodes, I like, no, I don't want to know. And then we we're just like, oh, okay. And then we walked away. All right. Friendship like over. Yeah. Bye. Sorry, guys. See you never. <laughs> Good luck with the reading embrace. <laughs> <laughs> so Ember's got a little three-year-old friend who comes over mm-hmm. and she's wonderful. One weekend, she watched the movie Sing. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. The butt song. Oh, man. God, yeah. it's the worst. How did you know? 
Yeah, because I'm friends with a child as well, <laughs> as you know. True. Yep. Who's, oh God, I'm going to get it wrong. 10, probably? Old, yeah, older child. I think he's 10. That's about right. 9 yeah. or 10. Because last time I heard he was 9, so he's probably 10 now. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I know his birthday and stuff. But anyway, so this child that I'm friends with is old enough to like talk to Alexa, which is yeah. like not quite old enough to get it precise right. when he wants a song played. So it was very, for like months, it was very like, Alexa, play, <laughs> sing, soundtrack, the song that has the butts. And then, of course, you would like interrupt and be like, I don't know what, uh -huh. blah, blah, blah. and it would start again. And it'd be like, okay, Alexa, play, uh, look at her butt, sing, soundtrack. And, you know, it's <laughs> like, and it would go on for hours and hours. And we'd be like, buddy, Alexa doesn't know that song, which is a blatant lie. Right. Because it was constant. And it was oh just, it was a lot. So when he'd get it to work, it was terrible because then we would have to listen to the song. And we didn't get it to work, it was terrible because it was so annoying just like listening to Alexa just be like, I do not know what you're saying uh -huh. over and over and over yeah. again. It was a lot. It was a lot. And of course, then she would sometimes get the wrong song, but like she would hear but, so it would be like, my anaconda or something. We'd be like, Alexa. Anyway. Yeah. So interestingly enough, apparently that is a very catchy section of that audition compilation. And they love it. And so she shows up to my house one day and starts just going, oh my God, look at her butt. And... Ember immediately latched onto it. And so I just have this chorus of toddlers running around my house going, oh my God, look at her butt. And then cracking up and falling on the floor over and over and over again. And my mother-in-law has come to stay with us a bit throughout the week so that she can help with Ember and like bond with um, Valor. And so she comes down, she comes up and hears this happening and she is just scandalized. And I had to, I mean, I had to be like, okay, listen, it's actually from a kid's movie. I'm not like flagrantly tossing a Sir Mix-a-Lot's <laughs> rap song at them. Which you isn't know? that bad. No, it's a like, great song. No, it's one of it's, my all-time favorite songs of ever. Yeah. If, if that song played, I wouldn't be upset. It was just like every once in a while we get like a Nicki Minaj or like some right. other thing that I was like, yeah, no, 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 no. yeah, yeah. So yeah, and I and then finally I had to be like, guys, everybody needs to stop reacting to them because they're just going to keep doing it if they know that you don't like it. Mm -hmm. And then Ember really likes the three red pandas, the three little um little red oh, pandas yeah, that, that, that do the little Japanese like um, pop situation. So mm -hmm. now he'll go. Michael and Ember have this call and response game that's really adorable because Ember <laughs> will go, "Oh my god." Look at her butt. And then Michael will jump in at the very end going, happy, happy, happy. Da, 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 da. And then Ember just, <laughs> just falls over laughing. So that's been a lot of my past couple of weeks, if I'm being oh. honest with you. <laughs> that sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> Can I tell you that, you know, there was the lunar eclipse? I don't know. Could yeah. you guys see the lunar eclipse from where you were at? Not really. We okay, couldn't. Because we, we had a nice view of the lunar eclipse. But like when it was happening, when it was going to be full, like we were out with our cameras taking pictures of it. And then we came inside because it was cold as balls outside. Right. But we could see it from the window. And so, like, when it was, like, eclipsing, I made Alexa play Total Eclipse of the Heart on 10. 
<laughs> and the child was like, oh, like, why are you playing this? This is dumb. It's not even about eclipses. And I was like, wait for it. It is about eclipses. <laughs> and then when it really kicked in, he was like, I've heard this song before. Is it from Sing? <laughs> like, oh, my God. But it might be. I don't know. Do they I don't sing remember. Eclipse of the Heart? I don't remember that either. one, but... I know, like, the elephant has some big song. Maybe that's it. But anyway, he was like, yeah, this is definitely from Sing. And I'm like, no, not everything is from fucking Sing. Like, something (laughs) predated Sing, if you can believe it. Anyway. He can't. He can't do it. But that was a great moment watching the lunar eclipse. And it was like... (laughs) It was great. Um, We embarrassed him. It was great. Um, Oh, I love that. Okay, so... Oh, I know what's happened with me. What we sent for Christmas, we sent mm-hmm. away rooster and goats doggy DNA. <gasps> yeah, to find out what kind of dogs they are. Yeah. Oh my god, it is it is consumed my whole life? These results, like, <laughs> it, it's incredible. But I kind of want to save it for Patreon because I don't know if I want to like because it's 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 just changed our whole lives as, as we know it. Like the results really? from the um, mm-hmm, yeah. Oh man, rooster is her she has one parent who was a purebred dog <laughs> really we yes. didn't know she was so bougie i know how I dare know. she try to claim that she's just solidly from the streets well it's it's not even like she was unauthentic then and is like now <laughs> her whole thing has changed like oh, what a bitch <laughs> She's like, do you know who the fuck I am? I'm a purebred bitch. Like, just everything has changed for her. And then also, goat is part terrier, a little bit terrier. But the rest of her are all the most regal dogs that there are. Like, German Shepherd, Samoyan, Malamute, Husky. Like, all all the most majestic dogs wolf no (laughs) so she's got like 10 percent terrier and then the rest of her is like majesty it turns out and she's so tiny i know the terrier really won out on that one yeah so she yeah she's she's part yorkie and then the rest of her are all these like beautiful large majestic dogs and now she's got like, I, both of them are just too big for their britches now. She's got like Iditarod dreams now. She's like trying to train. <laughs> and we're just, really, I wish that you had made a video of you telling her all of that in Spanish. Because. <laughs> Did your baby just fart? Did I hear no, it fart? She okay. snarfs. One of her, um, one of her nicknames is, well, we have a ton of them as is mm-hmm. our way. But one of them is Snarf de Snarf and mm-hmm. Snarfette. Oh, Snarfasaur, because mm-hmm. she makes sounds like that so often. She's <laughs> <laughs> constant. Well, I will tell you that we did tell Goat her results in Spanish. Um, yeah. We broke the news to both of them in very formal ways. And then we also have we have information on like relatives of theirs. So we're going to try to <gasps> DM and see if we can like. Yeah, we found one of Rooster's cousins who's a who's a full Pekingese. Which is hilarious to me. What a weird system we have now. What a weird... The internet, man. The internet. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, man. I I never knew I could find my dog's cousin. Mm Mm-hmm. You can do that. Crazy. All right. Well, um, should we get into it? Yeah. We've got some ish to do. 
Yeah. Take a chance on me. Take a Come chance on me. Oh, no, I don't think I can. Uh-oh. What? I think that's a royalty issue. What? Better burp, burp. Like, anyone is going to get Fox. Also, we said Tika. Tika chance on me. Tika chance. Different. Listen, guys. If if ABBA, right? Is that correct? Yeah, I think so. Finds out about our podcast, listen, or their lawyers or whatever, listen to a whole episode of our wow. podcast and then send us a cease and desist. We fucking made it. So that's yeah. that's goals, actually. So yeah, ABBA, come at us. <laughs> yeah, do it because we'll be so excited. <laughs> And we will promptly take it down. <laughs> yeah, and, then, and then you will listen to this no more. Okay, so I read. So the only thing that I read over break that wasn't either by an HB, um, which prohibits it from a long, uh, yes. long form recap, right. or prohibits it. No, that's not all right. That didn't work out. But you got the message. Worked for me. Yeah. Or something that Melody already was doing an episode on, or I was, <laughs> um, was Tika, Chance on Me, Tika, like Tika Masala, Marcella, Marcella, <laughs> remember when we resolved to be professionals, <laughs> um, by Sulika Snyder, which I hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly. I think it's Sulika, it's an E-I, maybe Sulika, um, Snyder. And it was... A nice little novella that's like technically, I guess, like a motorcycle club <gasps> novella. We haven't had any motorcycle club books yet. What? That's not true. We've read all those, uh, those, um, the Penny Reeves, the, those, those guys with the beards. Those are they not the motorcycle club people? The, no, they're ancillary characters. They're secondary characters. No, with the one, with the, the one who married the, the starlet. He was a motorcycle club person. He used to be a motorcycle club person, and now he's out. That does not count. Okay, no. well, that, mm -mm. if that doesn't fit, this doesn't really fit either, but I won't ruin oh. it. So balls. I found this one because it was the center of one of those um, heated Romance Landia controversies <laughs> that happened Ooh. around the New Year. You guys, I don't know what, like, crawled up Romance Landia's butt over, like, the people. New Year time frame, but yeah. people went fucking nuts. And I'm not saying that they went nuts over stuff that was, like, not important, but, like, romance twitter was on fire for it like was. five weeks in a way that was like deeply unsettling like you could not <laughs> open your computer without being like oh my god what is happening but basically so this is uh like a 70 page novella that is not much i mean there are a lot of things that set it apart from other books so i don't mean it in that way but it's not like much different than, you know, your normal contemporary romance novel. Yeah. And there was a blog called Romance Novels for Feminists that just ripped it to shreds for being yeah. anti-feminist. And basically that, you know, I don't want to paraphrase too much, but it was like the, the critique was that this woman was kind of stuck in life. And then when she hooked up with this hero a couple of times, then that kind of awakened her and she became unstuck in life. Okay. Which I think is kind of par for the course when it comes to romance. But this person was like, no, like that's anti-feminist. And I think she tagged her, which was maybe part of oh, that controversy that went stop on. Stop tagging authors in <laughs> negative reviews. Don't do it. Yeah. God, that drives me insane. Or even mixed reviews. Don't tag them. That was definitely a big Twitter war over the New Year's uh, time frame about tagging authors and reviews. I think this could have been part of it. But anyway, so that Jeez. made me think, like, I'd really like to read that and figure out if I have the you same yeah. you know, issue. 
I do not. I don't understand. I think that woman was having like a bad day or something. Right. I'm I'm not sure what her deal was. She was having a she was having a moment, I think, because this is like very much the same as any other. It sounds like I'm saying it's trite or something, but what I'm saying is it's not any more than a normal romance novel. Yeah. That she goes from like being kind of blah in her life to being like, the world is in color when she right. meets this man. Which arguably could be after any big change. That could be after right. getting a new job. That could be after, you know, doing whatever. So it's not... Is, this heroine is so very like uh, animated and funny and like self-aware. And she even talks about it where she's like, did sex with a man make you know like make me change my life course like i don't know if i oh, like man. this like she has yeah. that narrative too so i'm like oh, you know this is good i don't know anyway yeah. but that's what made me read it and then while i was reading it one of our uh hbs with the hb reading embrace hashtag um read it for herbs 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 <laughs> Oh, because yeah. the heroine works in her parents' Indian restaurant, and she's <laughs> like, y'all need herbs to make Indian food. I dig so, it. That's the way that happens. we usually mean herbs, herbs, herbs to be a lot of story that you don't read because they don't have anything to do with smooching, herbs, herbs, herbs for Indian food works too. So I like it. Go. Okay, so the heroine is... Oh, I want to say one more thing. See, yeah. I'm, I'm bad when it's the one-sided recap. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's not going to go good. Okay. The one thing that I had in this novella and i'd like you to read it to see what you think okay i've never ever seen this before Ooh. it's a perspective switching romance mm -hmm. but her perspective is first person and uh -huh. his perspective is third person Ooh. so it goes from i to he whoa do you know what i'm saying so that's cool i don't know it kind of took me out of it i don't think i liked it interesting interesting but it was fine. It was it was fine. It took me out of it, but I was I really liked the novella. But I don't think I liked that aspect of it. That sounds like a cool thing, though, because um, it almost seems like the author is suggesting that you identify with the heroine, mm -hmm. and then you you watch the hero. Mm -hmm. yeah, That's interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's really interesting. But the third the third uh, person perspective of the hero, you hear his thoughts and stuff. So I don't think it's much different from just, I think huh. if she replaced the he's with eyes, it would have worked just as well. Okay. And so I don't know the hesitation there and maybe it's, ex maybe she's written about it. I don't know, but. Interesting. I'd never seen it before and it did kind of take me out of it a little bit, but huh. anyway. Okay. So our heroine is Pinky Grover, which is her name. Cool. I never saw anywhere where it's short for anything else. I can think of a lot of like Indian names where you might call somebody Pinky, but it's no, it's nowhere in here that it's like short for anything else. So mm -hmm. I, I think she's just named Pinky Grover. And Love it. His name <laughs> is Trucker Kerrigan. Trucker Kerrigan. Trucker. <laughs> Wait, so is he Irish? Mm, I guess it's the only not reason I would thing. think that is because I listened to your and uh, <laughs> and Cole's. <laughs> um, Kerrigan is a first name in that book, but yeah. it's an Irish name. Yeah, um, yeah. Just you know, trigger warning, guys. When uh -huh. you see the the name Trucker Kerrigan on the page, you will sometimes accidentally see Tucker Carlson. <laughs> And it will make you it'll do make a triple your whole take. Body go. Huh. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> and I'm not trying to quote unquote get political, but he is just like I think a universally not sexy man. So, like, Fair. if if you will have like a serious <laughs> reaction to accidentally seeing Tucker Carlson on the page, 
I would say skip this one, but it's so good. So I'm not going to even say that, even though it's just a joke. Don't skip it. Always read it. Um, Okay, so Pinky is a, I think, 30s or late 20s something. She works in her parents' Indian restaurant, I think called the Taj Mahal, in some kind of Nowheresville town, Indiana. Okay. But she had, for a long time, she'd been in school for anthropology. She'd lived in the city. She was, like, following her dreams and stuff. Then her mom got sick, and she went home to, I think it's, like, Edgerton or something like that, Indiana, and started just kind of working at the uh, restaurant and and helping out. Yeah. now her mom's not sick anymore, or at least, you know, is in some kind of a recovery. I think it was cancer. And they don't really need her there anymore, but she just, like, has not gotten, like, her shit together to go back and do it again. Yeah, so she's a little bit stuck. Then on the other side, we have Trucker, who is the head of the motorcycle, what you call it, club in the town. Um, He wears those leathers. He got those patches. His booty is always vibrating yeah. on that motorcycle. Yeah. He's got those sunglasses that you just mm-hmm. can't get enough of. He's got mm-hmm. the tats. He's got the rocker. He's he's ready to go. And she went to high school with him and remembers him as being like kind of a wild bad boy in high school. Bad boy. After high school, he went and joined the army. He was in the army for a while. And then he came back and joined up with the Eagles, which is the motorcycle club. And now he, I think, is like the head of it. Although sometimes in like later in the book, it seems like some other people are the head of it and he's just kind of like, uh-huh, yeah, I'll go along with that. So I don't know. I thought he was, but maybe not. I don't have a great retention of He might just facts. be the member of the brotherhood, you know, getting his brotherhood on. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Everybody needs that. You so know? they will come in periodically to the Taj Mahal and eat delicious Indian food. Yeah. And she's always like watching him eat and he's always like watching her wait on him. And they've definitely got like some crackling sexual energy going on. Oh, yeah. And he looks down at his plate and one blonde hair falls in front of his face, I'm sure. Like he's got to put it behind his ear as he harfs down more chana masala. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, nothing (laughs) makes a chickpea look sexier. (laughs) Did you write this book? (laughs) Um, No, it's very much like that. And I forget the dessert. Uh, I forget the dessert, but he's like eating some kind of dessert with his hands and he's like licking his fingers and she's oh, like yeah. watching that. And every that time and, like, he uses his big burly hands to to break apart the naan and then, like a little garlic spills mm-hmm. over, all over the place. And, uh-huh. yep. and he also like watches her eat sometimes and he's like amazed Ooh. by how she can like tear apart the naan and like scoop up all the, the deliciousness with one hand. Mm-hmm. Because, like, yeah. that's an Indian thing, and he's, like, just that's, mesmerized by her. Anyway. Yeah. Their sizzling chemistry comes yes. to a head after watching so, each other okay. eat. Oh, also, she's been thinking about him because, like, there's graffiti in the bathroom of this yeah. restaurant that's basically, like, trucker. He's the best lay ever. Kerrigan is so good. His penis is so big, mm-hmm. and he knows how to use it sort of stuff. Uh-huh. And her yeah, mom yeah. is always like, these American girls are so disgusting writing these things on our, like, they have no shame. And so it's up to Pinky to, like, scrub all this off all the time. I mean, and she's just, like, constantly shame. thinking. They're uh-huh. doing it anonymously. Well, she's always, like, Pinky's always, like, I don't know what being American has to do with it. Like, my oh, mother, that. you know. Um. So anyway, so he's started just every once in a while when the other guys aren't looking, just looking at Pinky and saying, soon. What? That's it. 
oh, just my goodness. And she's like, what does it mean? <laughs> and she's like, I think he's talking to my vagina. Yeah, exactly. She's <laughs> like, I think he means the organ of fuck. One of the things I really like about this heroine is that yeah. I think it would be really easy to make her like a very stereotypical like good Indian girl who works in a yeah. parents' restaurant, who's very naive and innocent, and like, it's like, what does it mean? Surely it couldn't mean this. But she's very like when she was in anthropology school in college, she was like total slut, partied hard, Love like it. had every guy. Now she's been like a dry spell because she's back at home working at her parents' right. restaurant. But she's not a naive good girl in the least. And not that that makes you a bad girl. You get what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But she's very like, oh, he's saying soon. Like, he wants it. He wants to fuck me. (laughs) It's it's clear. Maybe on his motorcycle, maybe. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you just wait. So, no, it doesn't happen on a motorcycle, but it it happens. Okay. All right. All right. I think at this point we switch to his perspective and we learn. Trucker Carrigan, who's really Miss Tyson Carrigan, by the way. He changed his name to Trucker in high school because he thought it sounded cool. Because he was in high school. What yeah, a dumbass. Yeah, he had a bad childhood. He was like, you know, just kind of neglected and raised by multiple people and stuff. Yeah. And so he wanted to like have a cool name that like fit his bad boy uh, facade. So he joined the army and then went in the army, got recruited by ATF, and he's an undercover ATF agent. And he has been undercover, you guys, in Nowheresville, Indiana, with this motorcycle gang for like seven years or something crazy like that, like five years. So, like, that's a long time to be in deep cover. Like, get your shit together, ATF. Like, do the... Are you telling me that they haven't done anything in, like, five years to, like, be able to pull this guy out? But I guess not. Now, maybe maybe they're really trying to build a strong racketeering case. You know what I mean? Like, they don't want him, Aaron, on the small stuff. I guess, but it just doesn't seem like it takes five years to build a RICO case on a motorcycle gang. (laughs) But maybe it does. I don't know. I'm not an ATF agent. I'm not going to speak to that. (laughs) But it seems like a long time for this poor guy. And um, he has the line in there where he's like, no one ever dreams of being an ATF agent when they grow up. And I'm like, really? Because I feel like that's a pretty cool job, right? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. You got to track down those guns. Yeah. So he's at Walmart in Indiana. Oh, boy. Yep. Yep. And he's by the potted plant section and him and Pinky run into each other. Yeah, they do. And he's wearing a Captain America t-shirt. And Pinky's very into comic books. Is that allowed? What? I don't know if that's allowed. <laughs> what do you mean allowed? <laughs> for her to be in the comic books? No, no, no. For him to be wearing a Captain America shirt. Does he have his vest well, over it? That's what That's what she's... I think Is maybe. I don't remember. But she's like... He's wearing a Captain America shirt. Like, yeah. that just doesn't seem very badass. He may be wearing, no. like, leathers over it. I'm not sure. But it's, I mean, she can see the Captain America right. shield. Right. And so she's like, okay this is it pinky like you're gonna say something to him like this is this is gonna be your big move and she goes up to him and says something comic book related like uh that he w- she would have pegged him for a something something fan instead of a captain america fan like probably something darker and edgier i just don't remember what it was and then he's like well you know i'm like you know captain america sometimes and but they have like this cute little uh-huh flirtation 
And then, like, it kind of ends naturally, but it's, like, fun and funny, and he's like, gosh, I haven't had, like, a real conversation with a person in a really long time, because he kind of laments that the motorcycle club is all, like, assholes who are also, like, super racist. And oh, no. just like, well, of course, it's it's a motorcycle king. What I no, like about this book is they there don't are romanticize some... motorcycle. No, there are, fine. But not like this. Not ones that the ATF is investigating. I'm sure there are oh, totally, motorcycle totally. enthusiasts in the world that are not racist. But these guys are like drug and human traffickers. You know, you're, uh, you're Hells Angels style motorcycle. Yeah, clubs. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, they treat women horribly. They're, yeah. they're racist. They've got white supremacist tattoos all over them. So all the conversations he ever has are with these guys. So he's like, man, this is like really refreshing. Talk about comic books with like a lady who I like. And he hasn't, like, had a girlfriend in so long, you know. Poor guy. And so he's like, oh, gosh, I really shouldn't ask her out or anything because I'm undercover and, like, that's bad. And, you know, I'm going to have to burn this identity at the end of this anyway. And they're coming up on the big raid where he's going to have to burn his identity in, like, a couple weeks, you know. So he's like, this is a bad idea. But he's like, do you want to, Wait, did he like... come back as a different person? No, he came back as him. But what they're going to do, what the ATF's plan is, is there's going to be some kind of a big raid and yeah. they're going to kill him. And then he's going to oh. he's going to go into, you know, witness protection style new identity. Wow. And so Trucker Kerrigan is going to die. Gotcha. And then he's going to be, you know, who knows. Right. And because he doesn't really have any family or anything left in Indiana anyway, yeah. really the only thing he likes about this place or that it has any connection to is pinky yeah Ugh. and so he's like hey pinky you want to go grab a coffee and she's like okay yeah sure i could grab a coffee and so that's the end of that chapter uh-huh the next chapter starts out in the middle of them fucking in his truck no <laughs> yes like in and the it- parking lot of the walmart <laughs> this is amazing yes it it made me laugh out loud it was so great it's in her narrative and she's like well um i when you said coffee i understood it to be coffee but then when we got in the truck it became very clear to both of us that neither of us wanted coffee and now (laughs) i'm like you know putting my hand on the steamy window jack and rose style and like it was it's just hilarious and it's so good and they bone all over that truck and then they're like, okay, uh, cordial goodbye. I think he nice to her, know. <laughs> I think he brings her back to her her restaurant and stuff. They have great banter. They're very um, super duper cute. So um, she's kind of conflicted about this because she really likes him and he's really hot. Um, she's obviously identified him as a sexy man, right? But she also doesn't like these guys. Like, yeah, they're super racist and super assholes and they're super like mean to ladies and they commit a lot of crimes and do a lot of drugs and stuff so she's kind of like i like him i think but i don't like this and he's the head of this so i can't reconcile the two things so he comes in to there's like mm, a couple days pass and he comes back into the restaurant and he says something they have a little bit of back and forth and then he says something like when do you get off and can i watch <laughs> and she's like what a line but man i fell for it so Hell hard yeah. <laughs> if the right person says that to you like oh, i don't yeah. know 15 minutes from now so they meet up at like a cd motel at the edge of town yeah. Yeah. yeah and she walks in and it's just kind of like it's just on like whoa boom 
it very much reminded me of the Alicia Rye book mm. where she meets up with him in the hotel and it's just like, it's yeah. popping. Hate to want you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She realizes like early on in the encounter, like he's kind of like being, he's like caressing her and like smooching her and like being very um, uh, adoring of her and very like yeah. uh, cherishing of her. Mm. And he says something to the effect of like, you didn't come here. She, she says something about it being um, surprising to her or whatever that he's so gentle and, and sweet. Um, takes his time. Yeah. And he's like, oh, <laughs> he's like in her ear. He's like, oh, yeah, I, I can do both. But you didn't come here for this. You came here to fuck the bad boy, didn't you? And she's like, um, couldn't you do both things? <laughs> It's just like, would it be that hard to do both things? Um, so that's great. And he does. And she, there's, uh, I just wish, I wish I could like convey all the humor, but they have this great joke about him building like a condo in her vagina. <laughs> yeah. Because he, he like stops before he starts having sex with her and is like, Hey, are you, you're good with this? We're doing this. This is because Ooh, she's, she's, um, mm-hmm, yeah, she's, uh, exhibited some apprehension a little bit. So he's like, we're doing this. This is good. And she's like, hell yeah, move in if you feel like it. <laughs> and um, he's like, yeah, I'm building an apartment. Like I'm, I'm landscaping. I'm building a yard. I'm putting in some it. condos. It's really funny. And she says, when he says that, she says, I'm zoned for that. Yeah, it's just great. So they're done with sex for a little bit. That's the other thing. They like they have so much sex in one night. They have like four or three times every night. Do you get to see it? Oh, mostly. Yeah, I I think you get to Wonderful. see it the right amount. Like I think cool, if she cool, did cool. all four times every time, it would be a little bit much. Yeah, I'm gonna read you this. Um, yep, this passage yep, because yep, this yep. is the most melody passage I've read in the book. I yep. highlighted and I said that's so melody. Okay. I watched him again as he walked back from the bathroom, that obscenely large dick resting heavily against one thigh, his hair and beard damp from a quick wash-up. Because I came all over his face. (laughs) 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 I knew I was supposed to be embarrassed, supposed to be second-guessing this entire thing. After all, nice Punjabi girls didn't bang bikers in motel rooms, did they? (laughs) But I couldn't seem to muster up any shame, only satisfaction. Yeah, I'd come all over Trucker Kerrigan's face, and he loved every minute of it. Amazing. I can't wait to read this. I already bought it. So, Um, yeah. they start talking a little bit about she she's like god this motorcycle gang thing is just such a hang-up and so she's like why why are you in this motorcycle gang like what's Mm -hmm. what's the deal there and he's just like kind of concocts an answer of like oh you know shit happens or whatever yeah and she's like no they suck like before you came back and took over this thing you know they would come to my parents restaurant and try to get protection money and threaten my mom and like they suck wow and He's like, oh, I'm really sorry that happened to you. And it's like very weirdly apologetic and very shameful of like the things that the motor cl- motorcycle gang did and still does. And yeah. so she's like, that's weird. Like the whole thing is weird. And so she starts like, okay, divide, carry the one, blah, blah, blah. And uh-huh. then she's like, oh, you're a cop. <laughs> and he's like, oh, no. <laughs> And this is where it got a little bit like... Does he break his cover? Yeah, I'm like, do your fucking job, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is a very Aaron moment. Yeah, I was just like, 
do do your job, but I get it. These two need to end up together, and there's no way that there's an HEA if he doesn't like break his cover right. and like put it all on the line for Pinky. But like you guys, in real, don't don't break your cover, man. Like don't do yeah. that. You can't anyway, do that. So yeah, he's like, well, what what do you want me to say to that? And she's like, that you're a cop. That's what I want you to say because I don't like that you're in the motorcycle gang. And he's like, okay. So he tells her the whole thing. And notably for me, uh, I really liked this. He he gets that he's fucked this up really bad. And he's like, I'm an mm. undercover agent, but I'm a bad one because I just screwed it all up and I'm going to get fired and maybe murdered. Right, right. Um, hopefully you don't get murdered as well. And he doesn't even tell her not to tell anybody or anything like that. He doesn't he doesn't suck her into his thing, which is right. really nice. I think. Um, And he's just like, do whatever you want to do with this information. Like, he's not like, don't, you know. So then there's the big raid. And it comes a lot sooner than he thought. He thought he had like another couple weeks, but I guess they're doing this big um, gun running thing like tomorrow night. And he's like, okay, I guess it's, it's happening. Wow. And so she finds out on the news, you don't get to see it. You get it from her perspective. Ooh. There's this whole horrible thing. There's a raid on the motorcycle club. There's a big shootout. A bunch of them died. Club members, feds, everybody's dying. Big shootout. And she doesn't know if he's one of the ones that died or not. Oh. And the plan is that he's supposed to be. Yes. So we yeah. know that he is one of the ones that died, but she doesn't find that out for a while. She may eventually. I don't remember. But she assumes. Um, so she doesn't know what to do. So she goes and drives to the motorcycle club's hangout to their their clubhouse. Oh boy! And she's like, "This is stupid. This is not a good idea. I don't know why no, this I'm is doing a terrible this, but idea. I just want to find out if he's alive." And then, of course, she gets there, and it's all caution tape and detours and yeah. lights and all that. And she does the thing. The thing I love most, Melody, is she doesn't stop her car and run into the caution tape and be oh, like. Thank God trucker she just like has to navigate around the detour you know Uh like the cop like flags her around the detour and then she's like well that was a stupid idea um that i don't really want to go home and i don't know what to do so when they were in the motel room she goes back to the walmart no (laughs) no but kind of so she's like okay well what where should i go you know because she wants to feel close to him so she's like should i go to the walmart parking lot should i go back to that cd motel and she remembers that Trucker said something to the effect of um, they were talking about drive-in movies. And he said it's the best place to get lucky aside from a Walmart parking lot. Aww. And so she's just like, that would be a good place to sit and cry and think about this because um, there's not a movie going. So she goes to the drive-in movie theater. Then it clips to Trucker and he's in that CD motel room because he's it's on the outskirts of town and that's where Aww. they put him up. He's had to shave off his beard. And cut his beautiful hair and dye it oh, a color. Boy. And so he looks all different. And they've got him in like, he's now wearing like pleated khakis and, uh, yeah. you know, polos and whatever. Yeah, he's got that dad bod going. Ah, and he's like, he's talking about his handler telling him, you have to give up the girl and like, you know, you can't ever see her again. He's like, I can't do this. And like, I just want her so bad and I can't leave her behind and she's he started thinking about how bad it's going to be when she finds out he's dead because she's not going to know and anyway he just gets in his car and starts driving and guess where he ends up he ends up at the drive-in he ends up at the drive-in and so she's sitting there in her car and she sees this like gold sedan come up behind her 
and like mm-hmm. park immediately behind her and she's like the That's fuck weird. is this like creepy saturn sitting behind me like i don't yeah. like this thing and then she's like looking in the rear view mirror to see like who's in there and she's like oh god this is like a creepy middle-aged man like this is no good and he gets out and starts walking around the car and she's like okay khakis polo clean cut like this is no good like this is 100 percent a serial killer Oh. And then she figures out who it is and she comes around and she's like, oh, my God, you look like a sexy insurance adjuster, <laughs> tax person or something like that. Um, anyway, so they hug and smooch and um, she, he's like, I had to see you. I had to see you one last time. It's very, like, sweet and dramatic. Aaron, how are they going to do this? Oh, God, Melody. Oh, no. I know. I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't know how we're going to write our way to a happy ending right now because it there seems to be no options to me yeah um so she says something blah 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 trucker and he's like trucker's dead and she's like how what what are you talking about and he's like i had to burn that identity that identity is done trucker kerrigan died in the gunfight yeah um so i am now a new identity and she's like well what's your new identity's name and he's like i'm not gonna tell you and then she realizes, oh, he just came to smooch me one last time, oh. and then he's going away forever, and he's not going to tell me what his name is. And she gets real pissed, and she's yeah. she starts yelling, you're just going to make me bury you twice, which is true. Like, she's, you know, you gave her hope, and that's not fair, and she's like, yeah. that's really mean of you, you should have just left it. And he's like, yeah, that's that's fair. But then they start kissing. And then he's like, let's go to that motel room. And so then they do. And they go bang it out real good in the motel room. And after they bang it out the first time. Oh, God. I forgot. One of the funniest lines in the book is about the first time in the motel room. She's like, gosh, I'm, you know, I, I'm all of a sudden I'm like, I was celibate for a while. And now I'm like banging motorcycle gang members like four times in a seedy motel room at the edge of town. <laughs> and then she's like, well. I really only banged the motorcycle gang member the first two times. The second two times I was banging a federal agent. So <laughs> anyway, so they go back to the same hotel room They bang it out. After sex, he's like, Tyler's my new name. My new name is Tyler. Aww. I'm really terrible about being. <laughs> yeah, I'm really bad at this. And so they are like sad. Neither of them wants to say goodbye, but they know that they have to. And at the end, she's just standing in his doorway and she's like, I'm just not going to say goodbye and I'm just going to trust that someday somewhere we're going to meet again and we're going to be able to be together and then she walks away oh no 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 no! she says someday somewhere we're going to be able to see each other again and do you know what he says what did he say what did he say what did he say soon (gasps) of course he said soon (laughs) (laughs) Um, so then cut to six months later, she's back in Chicago. She's working (gasps) at a bar. She's back in anthropology school. She's living her best life. Her mom told her, like, you just go chase your dreams, honey. Like you do you. And who walks in? (gasps) Sexy insurance agent. Tyler. What's. Oh, his name is Tyler Buchanan Barnes. (laughs) Wow. They doubled it, huh? Um, well, no, Bucky Barnes, Winter Soldier. Oh my god, of course. And oh god, of course. so 
she's like, why don't you just tattoo this is an alias on your back? And he's like, I was going to put it on my ass, but if you think, you know. So anyway, so Tyler Buchanan Barnes walks in and orders an IPA and she's like, what are we supposed to do? And he's like, I'm Tyler, you're pinky. We just met in a bar. I'm working at the Chicago office. I think it's a sign. You're just a pretty girl I picked up in a bar. And she's like, okay. But then she says, my mother already approves of you. And I'm like, yeah, that's a horrible loose end, you guys. Are you... Yeah, as trucker. Are you worried how you're going to tie that up? Are you never going to visit her home? Yeah. Is her mom never going to meet you? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I was like, oh, that's a a good point, (laughs) y'all. Your mom does already approve of him. That's not good. But and and then they have sex again. She goes home to his apartment in Hyde Park. And at the end of the thing, he tells her that he loves her. And he's like, are you going to say it back? And she says, soon. Soon. (laughs) And that's the end. (laughs) I love it. I found it to be like a resoundingly feminist novella. Yeah. I think that this lady was just having a day for sure. Mm. And it's been recommended over and over again in my, uh, romance book club which if you leave, live in alaska eagle river library Chugak yeah, check library, it out go check it out between the covers romance book club excellent wow that was super super fun uh-huh i'm into it i'm gonna read it i can't wait i'm super <laughs> excited about it it's it's a quickie yeah that sounds great and it sounds like it's a ton of boning which i'm oh, always yeah. in for it's at 70 least pages with that much boning, boning yeah mm-hmm. into it so good all right. So you can find us on all the places. Our website is heavingbosomspodcast.com. On Instagram, we're at heavingbosoms. Twitter is at heaving underscore bosoms. Facebook is heaving bosoms podcast. We have the amazing, wonderful fairyland of excellence that is the heaving bosoms podcast geriatric friendship cult. That's a closed group and all the good things happen there. So good. Yeah. Aaron, do you have a lady love? A self-love recommendation. Oof. You know what? I finally finished Shit's Creek. Have you gotten on that bandwagon yet? No, I haven't. How long are the episodes? You know, 20 minutes. Oh, okay, cool. You guys, it's it's such a screwball comedy that's just like, it's a nothing burger. Like, yeah. it, not it, that makes it sound bad. It's, it's genius. But it's just, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. a no-think sort of thing. But gosh, if you, if you watch till like season three or whatever it becomes a romance on several levels <gasps> and it is the Ooh. most they're the most satisfying queer romance i've seen on tv lately at least and that it just gave so me exciting. all the feels and i can't wait for the next season so if you're like i'm not really into sitcoms just stick that one out because boy boy did it hit me in all the heart places toward nice. the end there yeah nice um, mine is sort of similar. I rediscovered a childhood, a, a teenage love of mine, and that is Me First and the Gimme Gimmies. What? Have you heard of them? No. Okay, there's this, they're this great band. They do mostly irreverent punk covers of any song imaginable. They've done, they've done that song that Kermit the Frog sings, um, Rainbow Connection. Mm-hmm. Other people sing it, but you know, mm-hmm. Kermit the Frog is really the best one. <laughs> They do um, Leave It on a Jet Plane, Don't Cry For Me, Argentina, a bunch of stuff. And this morning, as I was like, Alexa, play me first in the Gimme Gimmes, I discovered they also do not punk covers that are 
equally amazing. Hmm. So if you feel like you need to just bop around to songs that you know, but want to be a little bit different, Me First in the Gimme Gimmies is really going to be up your alley. They're so fun. They're so high energy. And um, yeah. All right. They just make me incredibly happy. <laughs> yeah. So Good. them. All right. <laughs> yeah. I'll check that out. Yeah. All right. So Erin, uh, keep being a badass. And love yourself as much as you love building condos and vaginas. Oh, yeah. Being yeah. zoned for Being that. Being zoned for somebody to set up a household <laughs> in your vagina. <laughs> and that's loving yourself a lot. So that's good. That one. is quite a bit. Yeah. All right. All right. See and you next, next week, week I'm going to do. episode of Eternity yeah. Leaves. Sorry. Akko <laughs> fans, various courts you know of fairies and. It's going to be great. As soon as we get to it. It's going to be awesome. Miss. All right. All right. Love you tons. Love you Bye. too. Bye. Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah! Lilas! Okay, back to the show.